Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, how do you feel about the face kiss greeting? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything. Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I see your finger. Why are we asking about this? Thank you for asking why we're asking this question because Kelly Clarkson tweeted something yesterday and my eyes rolled back in my head and I thought, actually, this sounds like a great conversation to have on the radio. Here's the tweet, Colleen. Kelly Clarkson. You know, she's got a new show, so she is all about being in the mix. And she's going to be authentic. Yeah. Here's what she said. Spread the word. I don't like being kissed on my face when you meet me. Ever. Male or female. I ain't European, y'all. I didn't grow up doing that. I don't like it. I don't know where your mouth has been, but I know where it's not going to end up, and that's anywhere on my face. (laughs) Hashtag my PSA for the day. Hi. So that was her tweet yesterday, and I saw this, and I was kind of like... I got a little bitchy about it. Oh, but that's not like I was like, let's not focus on the bitch bitchy part. That's me. Let's focus on the actual conversation, which I think is like a real one, which is, are you a face kisser? Because I grew up in a family of face kissers Mm -hmm. and I face kiss up, down, left, right and center. Six five one six four one six five one six four one one zero seven one. How do you feel about the face kiss greeting? Yeah. Um. Because okay, are you a face kisser? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. I am a face kisser. I'm a hugger, and I don't really. But I will try to like. Like, I don't face kiss everybody. Mm-hmm. Not oh, sure. at first meeting. Oh, God, yeah, that would be a right? little odd. But if I know somebody and I deeply care about them, and that is to me what separates like my normal affection for human people and the people in my like real life who I love and care about. Do you see what I mean? Like there are people who I'm acquaintances with that like a hug. Sure. But like the people who are really on my inner circle. They'll get a face kiss. Oh, see, I will like I just face kissed um, Stacia Rice right. and I wouldn't call her on my inner circle, but she's definitely a friend um, or a very good acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't to me. It's not that there aren't people I wouldn't kiss. I'm not saying there's something wrong if you don't want that. I right. just think it's interesting that there seem to be people who are face kissers and people who aren't yeah, yeah, face yeah. kissers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People I'm also are, a butt kisser. We know. I know. We know. Um, But I did want to say, I didn't want to make this so much about Kelly Clarkson because she's entitled. She's got autonomy over her body. If she doesn't want people's uh, bodies on hers, by all means. But um, I I just I kind of like it. 
and I kind of think it's fine. And it's just kind of a, you know, a, a person to person experience. Like, I just know when I'm approaching someone, ooh, am I going to be, you know, giving them a little peck on the cheek when I greet them or not? 651-641-1071. Where do you stand on the face kiss? Sonny, I see a face on I'm the front of your head. Because I'm really, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how I feel about it. I don't, I don't Do you know. face kiss people? So like, okay. Let's, I don't do it. Let's walk through an exercise. Okay. 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 Like, let's just say somebody who you are friendly with, who you've met a few times, goes in for a hug and they give you the face kiss. Are you like, whoa, that's... No, no, that's not my first response. Okay, then, yeah, no, but and, and I then, would say and yes, you're fine with it. And then I don't give kisses though. Okay, that's yeah, fine. I'm not a giver either. See, what's interesting is, um, and while we're waiting for people to jingle uh, or ringle six five one six four one seven one, I actually make a distinction on face kissing because my mom is a lip kisser. Uh-huh. Like my mom goes in for the lips, uh-huh. like always, on all the people, including you know me. Which well, you're I, her son. I know, but ew, right? Like yeah. that's just my. What I'm saying is, like, I'm a fa- I'm a kisser. I'm a hugger. I'm a holder. Um, He's a lover, not a fighter, y'all. But I like. I'm not a lip kisser. Like I can understand. Like I don't. If somebody tries to lip kiss me, I will go to the cheek. Uh-huh. Just because mm. for some reason that's like my boundary for uh-huh. whatever reason. I've noticed so with my own children because yeah. that's like a thing, right? Like I was always I had a kissy family. Yeah. And I've noticed with my almost 13 year old, like he barely will do the hug. Yeah. Right. But I will, I will respect the boundary that he is not, he hugging for sure. Mm-hmm. But I will every once in a while try to grab like a really quick cheek kiss from yeah. him just to be, cause he's my baby. And then he's like, hey, yeah, goes. kind of. And, and at the same time, like it's, that's, I have to respect the boundary, but I am, it makes me sad because yeah. he's, my baby. Oh, don't so, worry. That's not going to change. My mother still tries to hold my hand. I am 44 years young mm-hmm. and she still holds my hand in public. And I'm like, oh, God. I mean, I let her do it now, but I still have that reaction. Like, Mah. I know it's like the hardest. It's, People the, are gonna it's a think, weird, hard thing that nobody yeah. really ever told me was going to be a sad moment for me. Let's go to Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Are you a face kisser? I am not. I am a hugger, but the face kissing with anyone other than my hubby heebies me to death oh really you get the heebie-jeebies yeah but i'm a, I'm a big hugger you know and i'll do like the air kiss a little bit sometimes you know almost ironically you know kind of joking mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know it just it kind of gives me the willies <laughs> that's, that's fun. so, so funny so you grew up that was not a big thing you know ah, she's teaching so she can't hear me my sister god bless her would kiss my mom on the lips like if she was going on a trip but it was like the tightest little pursed lips, and mm-hmm. I just thought, well, that looks weird um, and painful and awkward. But, you know, I and I adored my mom, and I would always kiss her on the cheek. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. I mean, relatives, you know, I'll, I'll give them a cheek. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Strangers, it kind of freaks me out. Yeah. No, I don't think you're alone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, Kristen. <laughs> and, again, like, I, I, I don't think I'm weirded out. I did get a little rubbed the wrong way. It's like, there's nothing wrong. And also, she tried to claim it was European. I'm like, no. Europeans are, like, kissing each other upside the face, like, both sides. and like There's, like, a other. whole routine like, to it. That's totally different. To me, that is not, like, kissing people is not European. Right. Like, right. We I think we think it is. Yeah. But that's nonsense. Let's yeah. go to Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer, you'll have the final word on this. Are you a face kisser? How do you feel about that face kiss greeting? I lived in Paris, so I loved it, um, and I still love it. Um, sometimes people would do six. I thought that was a bit excessive. Oh, that's but, a lot. Um, 
that's a lot. But my friend here, she she kisses me on the lips. I'm like, hey, keep the tongue in. But like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's she's hilarious. She yeah. kisses everybody on the lips. So I and my mom kisses me on the lips, and I'm I'm all for you know kissing is as long as I know you. For the most part, I'm good with it. Yeah. Thank you, Jennifer. You know, listen, I don't mean to go like I don't mean to bring up old stuff, but when we go back to that tweet from Kelly Clarkson, yeah, I'm like I I respect the whole thing up to when she's like, I don't know where your lips have been, and I'm gonna have them on my cheek. I'm like, do you, are you afraid you're gonna get like a cheek infection? Yeah, or I like there's I, something about the way she put it that just rubbed me the wrong way with her lips with her lips. No, yeah. I will say I do avoid the lip to lip contact because honestly, it's my germophobia because I feel like you're going to give me a disease. You are a massive germaphobe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say, am I massive? Uh, you're more than mild massive. Mild. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm not yeah. like. No, you're not like you won't touch things. I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. You won't like not touch things, but yeah. you are. I've eaten a, food off the keyboard. Let me just put it that way. Okay. That's disgusting, and I'm gonna have to sit with that for a minute. But you do get grossed out by things that don't even occur to me to be grossed yeah, out by. Sure. Um, but I'm also all about immunities. You got to build those immunities. Yeah. No, I'm I'm here for that. When we come back, gotta lick a doorknob every once in a while. Two, three, four. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, okay. I did something last night that I wasn't anticipating. Oh, tell us more. I watched the first episode of American Horror Story. (laughs) And it was, I'll tell you after this, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. You guys, I watched a TV show last night called American Horror Story. I know my husband watched with me. Thanks for asking. Um, This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, Beaches. Um, And uh, our girl Sonny's over there, too. Now, Sonny, I do not know this information about you. I do know it about Bradley Trainer. Have you ever watched American Horror Story? Every last season. Really? Why are you a glutton for punishment? You know, I. I, I couldn't watch the scary stuff when I was younger, and I don't know, something flipped on in me, and I like like Rob Zombie type stuff. Do you have uh, the experience that we've had watching American Horror Story, which ultimately led us to stop watching American <laughs> Horror Story? We're about two-thirds, sometimes halfway, sometimes a few episodes in, you're like, what in the actual bleep is going on here? I have no idea. And then you tap out, because that's what we do. I could say that about for about two seasons. Okay. All right. uh, the what fir- was your favorite? My f- Oh, The Coven. Oh, oh yeah, we, we liked Stevie Coven, Nicks. and we liked, except for there were some little issues about it, but um, the psych ward, what was that? I word? thought the what best was one asylum. was the second oh, season, yeah. which was Asylum, yeah. right? Yep. Wasn't that the second yep. one? That, that one, scary. to me, yes. except for the whole like UFO thing that they never resolved, I really was bitter yeah, about that. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and yes, I, <laughs> I know how he, what's his name, Ryan Murphy. Murphy, Murphy yeah, there, <laughs> There are points where you're like, okay, just didn't get an answer on that. Yeah, that's fine. I guess you're okay with that. I guess I'll be okay with that. I was out at hotel. I was like, I'm out. I could not do hotel. So here's the deal. Okay, so you totally just hit the nail on the head with what our issue is about Ryan Murphy. (laughs) It's that when when he is contained by a storyline that's already been laid out, meaning his, um, his OJ series yeah. was great because yeah. it's like he knew what the outcome was going to be American he couldn't Crime go story. yeah thank yeah. you yeah. he couldn't go rogue right but in american horror story <laughs> he has an opportunity to go rogue and that's while i'm watching it 
this is what is coloring my ability to enjoy this show. So you're talking about American Horror Story 1984. Correct. Mm -hmm. And listen, he is responding to the fact that the 80s are hot right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that we can all turn our gaze to Stranger Things for that and Mm -hmm. say, thank you, Stranger Things, Mm -hmm. for bringing back like all of our favorite stuff. There's a little piece of me that's like, okay, so he's biting off of that a little bit. But it's enough that, like, the horror angle of it is different than what is potentially scary or frightening about Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. So this is straight-up horror. Like, there is murder in this. And there is a crazy (laughs) person on... There's a crazy person on the loose, right? So far, I feel like, okay, you've got me. It takes place at a summer camp. It starts with a flashback to 1970-something, 1970, where a brutal murder took place at the summer camp. And as a result of it, they shut the camp down. Mm -hmm. Then somebody decides to reopen the summer camps (laughs) and the murders (laughs) begin again. And so now we got to figure out who's doing all the killing. Well, we know who's doing the killing. So that's the interesting part is we right off the bat, not right off the bat, but pretty, pretty quick. And you know who the killer is. Okay. What's difficult about this is how are they going to sustain it? Because now it's about the people who are there who know about the killer and know that the killer well, wait a minute. is a thing. Yep. Do the people know or you as the viewer knows, but the people don't know? Both. What the people don't know is that they don't realize that the actual killer is actually on the loose. There is one person who knows that something is going on, but nobody mm-hmm. else believes her. Uh, so that's where the tension is, right? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Okay. However, it is not, it's just... I don't know where it's going to go. And that's what scares me. But that's typical ages. That's true. That's typical ages. That's true. Yes. No, but, I, but wait, what I mean when I say that is Cognitive I don't know. Dishonest and I, dishonest is his thing. But I don't know if, if he can sustain it. That's what I mean by that. Well, when I say I don't know where it's going to go, I mean, I don't know where it can go. So here's the thing, again, just to point out, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about American Horror Story 1984. Colleen saw the first episode, which premiered last night on FX. <laughs> Good job. That was nice. Um. Mm-hmm. That is the problem with every one of his series. It always serves up a really good premise. You, it does have you wondering, where is this going to go? Which can be tantalizing and titillating because uh-huh. you think to yourself, I have no idea. Yeah. But ultimately, where, where, where you oftentimes uh, would end up if you make it all the way through is in a place that's not. Uh, rewarding or fulfilling or in any way um, related to what you saw in the beginning. Yeah. So that you don't get that like catharsis or that like resolution that mm-hmm. you expect, you know, you, you have Cognitive a climax, dishonest, yeah. <laughs> but um, you, you, you need to have that kind of release if you're going to be in a, in a horror, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the horror genre requires that at some point, I mean, I am not an expert in this genre because I actually generally despise and until his series, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply came along I really wouldn't even have wasted my time with a series yeah. like that but you kind of need to have that like okay yeah you know like we're on the other side okay. of, think, of whatever I, that is I yeah think for the people that like it I think that's the thing that keeps bringing us back Be- and I'll and I'll say he does he will leave you like how the heck did we get over here yeah he will leave you like that and I would say the two seasons that I'm um the one where Kathy Bates got too caught up in the act and oh, the, what was yeah, that? That's one? the one uh, in that, Louisiana. That one was terrible. That yeah. was terrible. Oh, I forgot that one, about that and one. Then election, that was, yeah. And then election day, I didn't like it. I didn't so see th- that one. those are the two seasons that where he will drop you off in Nowhere Land. Yeah. That is his thing for the show. It's it is very very common for you to start out someplace and then you're kind of twirl. It's like you and know, that, that would game. be f- you know that would be fine if it was a fascinating or somehow like you were like oh well that was interesting but a lot right. of times that you just end up going well. Ugh. I think for the people that like it i think that's why they keep coming back yeah i think you have to kind of be cool with being like okay this is where we at okay. uh-huh. i think i th- and i think because I'm, I'm i hear i hear people go what is up with this stuff but they keep coming out with season after season right so somebody's watching it. well clearly somebody's <laughs> watching it and i will say like it does it, it does deliver on the scary this one does give you that like what mm-hmm. like what's behind the door there mm-hmm. are like the big um there are some jump scare moments mm-hmm. like you get all the things and you have all of the horror tropes that you're used to, mm-hmm. specifically from those '80s style yeah. movies, mm-hmm. right? Slash so, like tones. the girl, like the uh, the Emma Roberts character is lying in bed, and the payphone down the hill starts to ring, and you're looking at it, going, "Don't go, don't leave your comfortable right. bed and go answer the phone, girl." And she does. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a killer on the loose. You know, it has all those tropes. It has all the things that you know are going to result in something bad and mm-hmm. you're screaming at the television <laughs> that it did very well. Will I watch it again next week? I can't say that I was super committed to that. Yeah. So I'm going to see if next week I'm available mm-hmm. and if I am, I might watch it, well, but it's on crossed. my DVR. We'll see if I stay up with it, but it was, listen, if you like 80s and you like horror, give it a shot and see what you think. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some uh, celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags, and we're going to talk about them after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, hey And we've got a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that's... That name is D-Berg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Lay it on me, trainer. I'm about to lay this D-Bag all up on you. And it is none other than Sharon Osbourne from the Chew Talk. What is it called? The Talk. Yeah, The Talk. She doesn't chew. She talks. She's back uh, with a new face on the talk. And man, uh, her face is kind of ugly today. And I'll tell you why. She went after Wendy Williams. And I just, okay, let's let's go through this. Okay. And you'll, I think, very quickly see what I'm talking okay. about. So you'll remember that Wendy Williams uh, busted. Has had a year. <laughs> yeah, she absolutely has. B- 
But most recently, she uh, had an opinion about Christy Brinkley. Oh, yeah. Leaving Dancing with the Stars. Yep. And um, she was like, girl, that was not real. Uh She faked that injury so that she could get her daughter a role on the show. I don't know if you know this. Wendy Williams talks gossip for a living. That's what her job is. That's her job. That's what our job is. We said the same thing. Lori said the same thing. A lot of us said the same thing. You know, people are allowed to say things and have thoughts. Especially on their show yeah which is you know okay fine sharon osborne also said some things on her show but so that that story happened right and a lot of people were like wendy that's not nice because christy brinkley whatever anyway here's what sharon had to say quote i have to go and i'm not doing her voice because i I Uh won't do it justice i have to go in on wendy on this because not so long ago wendy was not in a very good place Osborne began referring to Williams' forced confession to viewers in March that she was living in a sober house. And she had well wishes from so many people that she had, you know, run over the coals, so to speak. And everyone was out there wishing her well, sending her positive vibes. And why is it, no matter what this woman goes through in her life, her ups and downs, which we all do, but obviously hers are more public. And, you know, she's a 55-year-old woman that relapsed again on drugs. And the thing is that nobody gave her a hard time. Okay, Whoa. I got some things to say to Miss Osborne and her new face. Okay, okay. Can I just hit the pause button real quick? At the beginning of that, I was almost with Sharon Osborne, yeah. and then it took yeah. a drastic turn yeah. because, um, excuse me, what does Wendy Williams' drug addiction have to do with her opinions on her show about other celebrities? Now, m- some people would say she's fair game. She talks, you know, stuff about celebrities. Fine, but that doesn't make it right for you to do. Well, and it certainly, like, there was a shaming aspect in there. Yes. And that was. Oh, you're a 55 year old woman who relapsed on drugs. Like, that's Mm. a personal flaw, first of all. Second of all, that that somehow, yeah. Also, look in your own house, woman, and your husband who can't keep it in his pants. (laughs) Yeah, maybe ask him how he likes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm mouthing words because I don't want to get Sharon Osbourne in my face. But do you see what I'm saying? I yes. get a little. I get. A, you know. I obviously, as somebody who um, has struggled with addiction in his own life, I get a little defensive when people use that as the thing yep. to attack someone. Yeah. Because it's one thing to attack them for. I mean, she's listen. She's talking I can, about Christy Brinkley. I, you could have actually attacked Wendy Williams for her weird fall. When she was dressed as the <laughs> Statue of Liberty, yeah. right? Yeah, you could have attacked that and not brought the drug or you abuse made or a the joke about addiction. It, right? Yes, yeah, attack was an aggressive yeah, word. No, I know what you meant. But like, she could have brought that up or brought up the fact that there have been things that uh, perhaps Wendy Williams has been dishonest with her audience about oh, her cheating husband. For example, I mean, trust me, there is fertile ground. Yes. And I'm not. I'm not saying that Wendy Williams is a saint by any stretch of the imagination. Nor have we not poked fun at Wendy Williams on several occasions. But we don't poke fun of her because of her uh, her drug addiction. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And that is not fair game. Yeah. Period. So to me, it's just, you know, and look, Sharon Osbourne, she knows her what she's doing. And, you know, I'm not going to get overly animated about it. But be careful. Sharon Osbourne is all I'm saying. Sleep with one eye open if you can. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> that was rude. you said it. Sorry, I that didn't. was rude. That was rude. I didn't. <sighs> Do you want to know who my D-bag is? Yes, please. Yandy. 
What's Yandy, you ask? Oh, I'm like, what? Yeah, tis the season. It is just before Halloween, which means we are at the part of the year where Yandy, the website, releases their latest sexy costume. Oh, gosh, there's some doozies this year. In the past years, they've been known for their sexy Handmaid's Tale costume, (laughs) sexy fake news, and sexy pizza rat. But this year, Yandy.com is... Releasing their brand new sexy outfit. How would you like to dress up as sexy Mr. Rogers? Mm, that's kind of creepy. What? Now this, listen. It's a beautiful day in my neighborhood. And by neighborhood, I mean my pants. Won't you be my neighbor? It is the Yandy nicest neighbor costume. It costs $60 and it comes with a tight red V-neck sweater, a detached collar and tie, and high-waisted gray shorts. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, that totally screams it's you Mr. I Rogers. Like. <laughs> Sick. I just, listen, I know that they're just going for attention and they've got it, but it's just, you don't, don't do that but to Mr. I, Rogers. You know, like, yeah, that's dumb. Although I give them so much credit because they, every single year, insert themselves in Halloween in a way that manages to grab headlines. Also, did you see some sexy? Of th- ba- did you see the sexy Bob Ross? Yes, I'm looking at sexy Bob Ross with the woman's butt cheeks literally hanging out. Yeah, uh, there's a chipmunk on. He's her. not really sure what kind squirrel? of animal that is. I think it's a squirrel. Anyway, um, did you also see that there was cauliflower crust, sexy cauliflower crust pizza? No, that's there awesome. is literally sexy cauliflower crust pizza that's funny to me actually <laughs> i mean but you don't even know what it is when you're looking at it you're like that what oh, is that so great yeah okay so what and there's i was trying to think of or trying to see what other sexy uh, outfits they've come out with a uh, sexy plant-based burger they have which is very exciting yeah I mean, yeah every year they are so good um at grabbing the uh, headlines um, by giving you know giving us something else to judge that I actually thought of the ones they've done in the past that the Mr. Rogers the Mr. Rogers one is just dumb because like when you look at that you're like I don't know what that is and I also don't want to be sexy Mr. Rogers well that's like sexy big bird although I'm sure there is a sexy I bet big there bird. is I can look up for you I mean I'm looking at the sexy Every- costumes right now I can share with you some of the other offerings they have, should you want to know. Oh, there is a sexy big bird, by the way. Okay. What does that look like? I mean, it's not sexy. It's actually this cute little <laughs> big bird, like mini dress with some tights and a weird hat. I mean, why do we have to make... Sexy Elmo? Why do we have to make them sexy? There's sexy Elmo. Yeah. That's a problem. We've talked about our Elmo issues Elmo, on this show. Elmo is problematic. Um. Yeah, there's... <laughs> <laughs> Sonny, there's a sexy Girl Scout cookie hey, costume. Man, I, I was done with the sexy plant-based <laughs> I mean, it's there's is sexy that funny? avocado. Yeah, so like, listen. It's creative, I give them that. Yeah. If you want to be sexy for... Also, as we've talked about, <laughs> when we talked about like Jennifer Aniston's haircut and other things like that, you can look at the pictures of the sexy costumes but you're not going to look like that in them. Also, there are so some male ones that are hilarious. Wisely. I just Googled sexy costumes. There is a men's pirate sexy outfit. I just, I need you to see. Okay, turn it around. Hold does, on. Does the plant-based burger by chance have bacon on it? Uh, that's good. the only way that would be sexy. 
right? My, just my two I agree with you. You have to BYOB. Bring your own bacon. These sexy <laughs> men's costumes are a That is disturbing. not sexy at all. <laughs> oh, gosh. And well, also, to your point, here is the truth. Yeah. There's about four of you that are going to look sexy, and it's not the costume. Yeah. Like, it's just... Nobody ever, like, you buy that costume. First of all, it's not going to look like it does in the picture. Never. And then it's not going to look like it does in the picture on your body. They're cheaply made, and they're not, like, tailored to your body. So if you are a person who's bustier than the gal in the picture, or bootier than the gal in the picture. Which you are, because you're normal size. Yes. the, the, The models that you see are actual people, but the photos are not actual photos because right. I guarantee they've been photoshopped within an inch of their life. And the costumes that they're wearing have been tailored to show off their curves. So you're going to get the standard issue. And because you as a human being are not standard issue, you're going to be standard issuing your nipples at me because it do, it's not going to fit right. I'm just saying, I'm just here to tell you, yeah. uh, be careful, buy wisely and check the return policy. Yeah. Is all I'm going to say. But kudos to Yandy.com because once again, they got us talking. Did they ever? Yeah. Lazy. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of lazy America, we've got a lazy publation ship to talk about. Yeah. The publication ship of Shamila. If none of those words made sense, stay right where you are. We will explain everything you need to know after this on My Talk 1071. All right, so um, we have a couple new vocabulary words to those of you who are new to the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey! Those two vocabulary words are number one, publationship. Please define Bradley. It is a uh, relationship solely for the purpose of publicity, oftentimes in the entertainment industry. And the second vocabulary word is Shamila. Bradley, please define Shamila for the crowd. That's Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. And uh, I'm going to use them in a sentence. Are you ready? Yeah. Shamila is a total publationship, you guys. Yeah, that's it's fake. Uh, well, this relationship of the publationships we talk about to me seems the least genuine, and there's a number of reasons why we can go into them. But the reason we're talking about them today, frankly, Colleen, is because yet again we are promised one thing, and that is the veracity of their relationship, that it is genuine, that it is real. And I click on this article, and I very quickly realize I've been taken for you've a ride been had yet again by the main. Stream, excuse me, lame stream media. In this particular instance, it's TMZ. And um, I have here for you the following headline Sean Mendez dating Camila is no PR stunt. Mom on love question. Okay, so what's going on here? Well, okay, there's a lot happening in that uh, headline right there. To me, it sounds like they're saying Sean Mendez says that dating Camila. Uh, Cabello is no PR stunt, which yep. would indicate that, wow, okay, finally, they go on the record. Because for those of you who haven't been paying attention, they actually haven't ever confirmed, don't argue with me, Google it. Yep. If this was a court of law, you would not be able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that these two are actually in an official relationship. And I would like to underscore that by saying, I believe that that is part of their strategy As you were. Thank you. So he's saying it's not a PR stunt, but he's mom on the love question. Okay, so what's going on? Well, what is going on? So he was at LAX Wednesday when a paparazzo from the TMZ asked him point blank about all that PDA with Cece, as they call her. 
think we just call her Ms. Cabello. Specifically, you remember uh, they got all fish-faced for each other. Um, no, they licked each other's faces like they were boobs. And Sean was like, hey. Not like their faces were boobs, like they were human boobs. <laughs> Whatever, you know what I mean. I don't, but I think I do. Okay, so anyway. Like boobs. Okay, we got it. So Sean Mendez, as he's walking through LAX to the paparazzo, which he's clearly not interested in having a conversation with but he's like yes yeah, so that was a bit of a joke i mean he he literally is like dude that was a joke right right okay, so which we assume which we all knew and i'm still waiting for this relationship um so that hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts and the photographer asks if this is um, if he's implying that he's asking if their relationship is real, but he doesn't actually say, is your relationship real? And at, at which point he says, is this just a PR stunt? He doesn't say, is your relationship right. a PR stunt? Uh, he's is, not specific. No, he just says, is this a PR stunt? And Sean says, no, it's not a PR stunt. Which is just an offhanded way of saying, like, I'm not having this conversation yeah. with you. And I'm. it's not a PR stunt. But that doesn't mean... That it's not a PR stunt. That it's stunt. not a PR stunt, right? right? No. So I know it sounds like I'm... I'm um, what do they call it? Picking hairs... Splitting, splitting hairs. hairs. Thank you. <laughs> Nitpicking slash splitting hairs. But I'm not. Because nowhere in this interaction, as he's walking through LAX, does he say, we are dating, or give the impression that they are dating. When he talks about it being a PR stunt, he's not referring specifically to their relationship. It's all of the press coverage right. that we've seen of them goofing around in public. Like, for so example, again, the two of them leaving the mask shop. While he wears a gigantic baby head and she wears a unicorn. These, Nothing to see here. What you're talking about is the following story. Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez hold hands during a romantic coffee date in L.A. Okay. Okay. So um, that's the other story. And it's, again, just uh, them holding hands and walking. That's it. So yet again, we have been taken for a ride by this couple and... And now I say couple, I mean two people. Right. Together. Right. I don't mean that they are having an intense romantic relationship. No. Regardless, you can believe in your hearts of heart your heart of hearts that they are literally legit. And if you do, cool. Cool. But you You're have wrong. to accept that they are but all of this is for the purpose of garnering more publicity. Yes, the sole the the majority stake in this business is getting publicity for their uh well actually for two reasons. One, for her or for their single together, Senorita. Right. Uh-huh. And then it was for his concert tour which just came to an end which oh look, as it comes to an end, they show up in public together. Right. And new music for her is coming out. Yeah. 
So this is all like perfectly timed. Yes. It is like a, it is a publication ship of opportunity. The other thing I would just like to point out, lest you all think that, and I'm not saying that the paparazzi don't do this. They do follow celebrities around. They know, you know, kind of the hot spots. Like, listen, when I see a paparazzi video at LAX, I'm like, well, yeah, I bet the paparazzi hang around at LAX all the time because celebrities are going in and out of LAX all the time. But this, but the paparazzi don't just happen to be on the same street that Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez are when they go out for coffee. Yeah. That is something where a publicist has tipped off the paparazzi yeah, so that they can not, use them to play the game. This is not 1990 whatever. In fact, it was the 90s, um, mid, late, and otherwise, where the relationship between paparazzi changed with um, celebrities. You know, celebrities got really tired of uh, the way pa- uh, paparazzis work um, and, you know, essentially taking their narratives and, you know, publishing stories as a result, and right. making money off of them. It's not that there aren't still people doing that. But for the most part, celebrities who are worth their salt or any love, achieve any level of success have figured out how to flip the script and use paparazzi, use the, the tabloid media for their own personal gains. Right. You know, and this is just one example. Like, literally, these two are just going to naturally be like, mm, we're just going to walk outside holding hands hands together because that's what we want to do right no no they're doing it because they know somebody's snapping pictures and you better believe if they weren't holding hands before they saw the photographer they immediately w- grabbed each other like, because Give me your hand. because the second the, you know because think about that too like even when we were early in our relationship my husband and i did not hold hands all the time we did occasionally when we yeah. would be walking, we would, and I still do it. We do occasionally, but not every single time you are walking side by side. And yet you never see a picture of the two of them not intertwining their fingers. Also, do you walk out of a Halloween costume store wearing like funny heads? If you're not trying <laughs> to send a dumb, trying, trying to, to pretend like we're not. Like I mean, they're trying to pretend like they're hiding from the paparazzi that they invited to yeah, the party. Like, give me a break. Nice right? Try. I was born yeah. at night, yep. but I wasn't born last yeah. night. Right. As I like to always say. Yep. Sonny, um, because you, uh, we are frequently blowing your mind with our weird conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. I wanted to check in with you and see where are you on Shamila? You know, I remember you guys brought it up. And then they had the little kiss. And then I saw a video on Twitter where they were like eating each other's faces. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is fake. Yeah. See, the eating each other's faces was fake. It was I a can, little over the top. I've watched enough of Beyonce and Jay-Z to know when somebody doesn't want you in their business. Exactly. At least the earlier part of their relationship. Yeah. But that's the thing. And this is the thing to always keep in mind when you are trying, when you are paying attention to a new relationship in Hollywood. It is possible if you do want to keep your relationship secret, mm-hmm. it is possible to do it. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. There are people who have had relationships that you never knew were in a relationship. You might find out years down the road. Yeah. Hollywood it got is, all kind of secret. Oh, yeah. Okay, if they don't want you, you. Well, no, they will not let you know. Exactly. The moral of the story is even if they're not trying to keep a secret, they have an image to portray. And if you say, well, yeah. Not everybody is so cynical. It's like, no, excuse me. You just don't understand how Hollywood works. The moral of the story is you need your face to be on magazines, on websites, on 
you know, web posts. You need your name to be in people's mouths. Unless you are one of the highest paying paid actors in Hollywood, Meryl Streep and a handful of other people, you need the currency of social media and Mm -hmm. just media in general to raise your visibility such that you will get offers for jobs because life is is not fair. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, if you are in people's mouths, that is, your name is in people's mouths in the rooms where people are making decisions about things. Um, you have a better shot yeah. at getting ahead. So, 100%. of course, you're going to try to get your name out there so that people are like, um, oh, hey, yeah, what, what about what that, that person whole, doing? Uh, what about that Leslie Jones from the yeah. Saturday Night Live? She's real popular on the Internet. If you play any of those, like Kim Kardashian... Superstar Kylie, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever the you'll, name of that you'll game is. You'll understand exactly what Kalina Bradley is about. Okay, thank, thank you, you. Mm-hmm. for the affirmation. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, you know, I had this realization this morning that all the things that I've ever loved are now 20 or 30 years old. Mm-hmm. We old. And that means we're old. And I realized that this is probably how my parents felt when I went through like my journey phase or like my Steve Miller band phase. So we wanted to know from you. Oh, I loved that. What music or movie of your youth 